Welcome to Extra Points with your host, Cousin Sal, and his pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. All right, welcome to Extra Points, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with my good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. It is Friday the 13th. Oh, good. Good. We need some weirdness to inject it into uh, 2020, right? Are you, are you at all superstitious? Are you more careful, either of you, on Friday the 13th? I'm wildly superstitious. I'm not more careful on Friday the 13th. But, I mean, oh. I didn't think I was. And then anytime I say something that I don't want to jinx, I knock on wood. I don't walk under ladders. I hold my breath going past cemeteries. Mm. And, you know, I'm just, I, I've gotten to a point where I just have to own it. Like, I'm a little nuts. And that's just really, gonna, yeah. Oh, yeah. Does this, does this manifest itself with your sports teams? Are you one of these people who thinks that sitting on your couch the way you're, what you're holding or whatever impacts the results in Foxborough or otherwise? No, no, not really. Not really with my sports teams. I do believe in the jinxes, as we've talked about. Yeah. But weirdly, weirdly sports, you know, like if I'm in the bathroom when the Pats score, I mean, the Pats never score anymore. But if the Pats were to score a touchdown and I were in the bathroom, um, I wouldn't stay there just because they did that, you know? Right. Yeah, I'm Sal? with you. I'm, I'm not. Uh, well, I'm not a uh, superstitious or anything like that, but I do get angry at someone congratulating me on a win prematurely. I'm right. like, you're, I, I, don't, I don't know that it affects the game, but it just, it's a, it's a bummer to me. What about you? Dude? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it definitely falls under the heading for me of, uh, you're ridiculous if you think that. And yet, uh, sometimes the man in the mirror does it himself and I can't mm -hmm. help it. Mm. Sometimes I, I really like the people with their terrible towels specifically. And this, that's a big story in AFC North circles right now that that video has reemerged per the Cincinnati Bengals official handle of TJ Hushmanzada, our pal from Lemon Pepper Parlay, yes. shining his his cleats with that. And and that went well in the short term, but they and Hush will tell you himself, it was a uh, a steady decline from that point forward that season. <laughs> it's a jinx. He did pay, I think, $200 to a Steelers fan. He told us on this very podcast that story. He talks about it, yes, uh, this week on Lemon Pepper Parlay uh, podcast with uh, Rob Parker. You can listen to that. It's a great story. I think we're going to have a video breakout of it for uh, those of you who don't have a, a long uh, attention span. But uh, I hope you do today because we have a lot to get to. We are going to have our extra points for extra pay parlay. We have cost FanDuel betters. We've cost FanDuel. We haven't cost FanDuel betters. I hope at least not. $2.4 million we've cost FanDuel. We want to go three for three. They boost the points. They boost the bets. I don't know. We're either going three for three on Friday the 13th or 0 for three. So let's pick one. What do you guys think? Three for three? I mean, I feel I feel remarkably uh, solid with my pick. So there you go. I kind of do me too. To, yeah. If you want me to do like Namath, I'll I'll run off the I'll, I'll make a guarantee oh. now and then on Sunday night I'll I'll uh, I'll exit the playing field wagging a finger high to the sky. Do it. Let's guarantee. Want me to make victory. the guarantee? All Let's right. Here, it. I guarantee victory. Three for three. I love it. I love it. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna get to uh, NFL games. Gonna break a few down. Uh, the golf, the Masters is going on as we speak. Uh, we're going to preview that. I do want to have, I had two revelations this week, and I don't want to bring the show down or, or try to uh, sidetrack us here, but two things. I do uh, a TV show every day with uh, Rachel Bonetta, Todd Furman, and Clay Travis, Fox Bet Live. It's a sports gambling show. It's live on FS1. 
And every day I change my pants to like the bluer blue jeans that they offer me when I get there. And I got there this week on a Monday. I was wearing sweatpants. And I said, I'm not changing my pants. All you see is my big fat head and an ill-fitting jacket over a shirt that's tied. I'm like, I'm not. Why would I go out there with anything other than what I'm wearing? And uh, so that's one thing I'm doing. And everything was fine until Rachel Bennett had to show off and call me out on television because that's what she does. But that's fine. That's number one. You got first of all, you have an objection to that? Anybody? No. Who wears pants in 2020? I haven't <laughs> I haven't used a button in months. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And no, I'm wearing and a, sweatpants right now. Mostly because no one sees it. Right. If someone yeah. see, you know. Right. OK. If, what, if, the, what, since when were you ever Bo Brummel in the first place? Who cares? Wear your sweatpants. <laughs> I don't know who that up is. Under the, but I, I don't, don't think either. I was ever. I don't think I was ever Bo Brummel. But who, who is that? Bro Bummel. Bro Bummel? Bo- Bo Brummel, no, um, you know, he was a <laughs> uh, a a, uh, a trendsetter back in the mid 20th uh, century, I believe. And and uh, he's the one who always says the the mark of a well-dressed man is one whose clothes go unnoticed. That's always oh, been the All guiding right. principle of my uh, of my Perfect. fashion sense. Here's the second thing. This is going to be a little more uh, argumentative, I think, from you guys. I had a panini sandwich the other day, and I've mm. declared now. That aside from ice cream which we know is a whole different subject. But aside from ice cream, panini is the best style sandwich and every sandwich is better paninied. I agree go. with you. I might, yes! I, I can't, I have to redeem myself from my ice cream take. I think paninis are unbelievably good. Okay. Dave, I'm going to have a problem here, I think, with you. Yeah, you are. And first of all, with all due respect, Look at Charlotte. Who cares what she thinks about uh, sandwiches? Does she oh know about the she? Does she know about overeating? Clearly not. Oh, Dave Amishak. Okay. All right. Clearly does. Thanks, Clearly Dave. Does. <laughs> Clearly does. Whoa! And, I thought we were heading in a, in a bad spot there, but he really are well, you crazy? I, I'm a woman. I know a lot about sandwiches. I get back in the kitchen and I make them anytime I start yeah, talking about sports. That's right. <laughs> Don't you ever forget it. Zing. No. Listen. <laughs> Dave, I mean, give, all right, give me give, start giving me examples. I think every every sandwich is better. All right, yeah, like I eggs, mean, are you talking heated up? I mean, a ba- yes. uh, is that what we're go- talking about? He- heated, heated up, heated up, and pressed. No, Not it's the toastiness. It's like the fat on the bread, like olive oil, butter. You put it on the outside of the bread, you press it, it gets crunchy and. Yeah, oh, everything God. doesn't everything doesn't need to be smushed. I mean, I what 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 is that is that the end yeah, game here that you like smush. all your food smushed up? I mean, I. I I don't think that's a yeah a uh, a fix all to Here, to what go- here's my here's where I bottom line it because uh, and obviously it's not practical to carry a panini maker with you everywhere but I would prefer it for Speak every for single yourself. <laughs> I would prefer Christ. it for every sandwich because I think the goal in life is to get everything as crispy and the consistency of pizza crust yeah. No. Yes, it no, is. No. Yes, yeah. it is. Uh, you know, you know, you would end. I with like pizza roast vegetables because they're crispy and filled with olive oil. Thank you. You, you disgrace. You. You did, ahead, I mean, I, first of all, this isn't just because I am an advocate of coleslaw, not mayonnaise based coleslaw, mind you. Right. Oh, you must love slaw. this idea then if you're a coleslaw no. guy. Why? Yeah. On the sandwich I'm talking about. Sure. You know what? Yeah, you then it gets Ruben, hot. Who, you, can, you want the hot coleslaw? Yeah. You want it's, hard, yeah. hot jarnera? I yeah, want my yeah. jarnera hot as in spicy, not as in temperature. You need to get the, I'm with you on a hot sandwich, it's nice. But then you take the bread off, then you put some nice, uh, I don't want my mustard heated up. I don't Why want, not? I, 
I don't want my pickles heated up. I don't want any of that. I kind of like I hot want... pickles. I'm not gonna lie. Hold on. You ever you, had fried you... pickles? Fried pickles are great. Right. What you put hot? You put mustard on a hot hot dog. So what's the difference? You're not hot you're not... mustard is fine. It's also you're the not... name of my band. There you go. See, it's all coming together, Dave. Dave, get on the right side for once. Come on. Listen to me. I, I, Every I, single thing. Do, do you want it? Do you want to? Do you want to talk? Of, uh, we. I'm more than no. happy. I got nowhere <laughs> to be. I, I can want... devote the next four hours to a seminar no, teaching I... you about the ins and outs, the do's and don'ts of a proper sandwich. If you want to do that, let's I get, would rather let's it be comfy. 90 seconds. I think we could do 90 seconds and be done and move on to like football. I mean, no, I, I, I think I've pretty much said it, let's but I'll do... say it one more time. Do you want some nice coleslaw on your sandwich? That's the way to top it off. Some French fries and otherwise, you can't heat those up. You don't. Raise the temperature to 400 degrees along with all the other it's meats fine. and cheeses it's in okay. there. It's okay. Reuben's yeah. are very popular, by the way. And I they have all Ruben. that stuff you just uh, mentioned. So I, I have a I, I have a suggestion. What if yeah. we do a bonus podcast at some point where it's just, it's all the food takes we need to get out of our system. I'll create the rundown. We'll do it. We'll like really stick to a, it'll be a very formal podcast about the correct food opinions. I like it. I don't mind. Uh, we we may have to. That might take the whole Thanksgiving break, which is an episode. Probably. I mean, yeah. no, no, no. This I mean, will we have could do another. Po- you want to do a three time a week other podcast? Yes. On yeah, this? we may have to. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't. Hey, Charlotte, don't open up that can of co- worms or coleslaw or otherwise, because yeah. I'm in. If you okay. Want, uh, let me just say, I know we've learned, uh, if anything, this is the last couple of weeks have told us that our polls are um, inaccurate, but mm-hmm. we did put one up on Twitter. And I may have led the witness a little, but I said, is every sandwich made better? Actually, Extra Points Pod put this up. Is every sandwich made better by being a panini? Uh, Cousin Sal says, yes. If your answer is no, please show your work. Um, yes, 55.7. No, 44.3. That was 287 votes. I think that's a pretty good sample size for America. Good enough. Let's call it right there. 55%. Yes. Well, I mean- two eight. 287 indicates murder, right? And you just murdered uh, the integrity of your opinion. Isn't it? Isn't that what they say? 287? Is that what, isn't that what they call it in? Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe. Didn't Sam yes. Jackson make a whole movie about that? Right. All right. Well, we'll you move You just on. murdered your integrity as a sandwich uh, expert. Well, I'm now seeing 66% now because Charlotte and I say yes and you say no. And I say I give up ice cream. I don't know. I have not had ice cream panini. Maybe that's better also. But I, I, thought, for, I thought I'd at least uh, concede that. But- Anyway, back to football. Colts, Titans. I loved every minute of it. This line was fishy from the start. The Colts were favored. The Titans have a better record. They lead the division and they're home. I get it. You don't have 60,000 people screaming. I think they had like nine or something. Home field advantage is not um, what it used to be. But why are the Colts favorite? Well, because Vegas and FanDuel, they know something that we don't. And they knew that Tennessee would get shut out in the second half. 34-17 romping. Thank God I can go to work today. Uh, Colts now tied with the Titans. What'd you got? What were your guys' takes from that game? Well, I think we need to talk about Steven Guskowski. Oh, he's great. Uh, the, t- <laughs> <laughs> the Titans kicker on the People's Sports Podcast this week, not to shamelessly plug something else that I do, um, but Mark Titus and I gave out midseason awards, and I gave yeah. Steven Guskowski Defensive Player of the Year because <laughs> he certainly helps other teams win more than he helps his own team win, misses mm. another field goal. And he, this is, <laughs> so it was his eighth miss in, yeah. nine, in nine games. It's the most he's missed in a season. He is at a career worst 60%. He's 12 for 20. And after, um, 
he had a six for six performance when they beat the Vikings in week three. But my favorite headline to come from this was a Boston area. <laughs> Sorry, I can barely say this without laughing. A Boston area <laughs> news outlet. I think it was CBS or you know some local station said, no, the Patriots didn't make a mistake in letting Steven Guskowski go. <laughs> which is the most first of all boston loves to find any boston spin you can put on anything and secondly right. it's like look here's a guy who's having a worse year than we are <laughs> their special teams failed them not only guskowski missing the field goal but they botched a punt it went That's like right. 17 <laughs> yards and then their next possession the punt was blocked for a touchdown that's when the Colts went ahead 10 but Guskowski's a fun case because I uh I laughed about this Fandle and others had him up for comeback player of the year at 60 to 1 to start the year to start the game yesterday it was 100 to 1 it's really not looking good for him although it's weird is he's been good from 50 yards plus the whole year like he's like five or six or something um it's these other field goals that are giving him a a tough time Dave what do you think of that game um, well, first of all, I think uh, Stephen Goss Sandwich is the panini of place kickers. You usually pretty good, but but uh, sometimes just dreadful. Okay. Um, I think that that obscured that 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 is the is the takeaway that I've largely noticed is that what what what's going on with that? It obscured the fact that the Colts really were tracking in a weird direction during the game, which is man, they keep getting in the red zone and they can't punch it in, and the Titans yeah. are going to steal this game, and this is going to be another vexing loss for uh for Colts fans out there but then they rallied cuz the Colts plainly were having the better of it 17 does not equal 17 old man rivers over Ryan Tannehill uh Rivers imbued with the newfound confidence uh owed I'm guessing to uh cousin Sal giving him his midseason MVP yes. award good bit in the pregame there Sal um Thank you. and um you know if if I know this is simplistic but if Rivers continues to not turn the ball over I will say what I have been saying since August. This is a dangerous team that everybody has been sleeping on. And um, never mind the Titans. I've tried to go against remind, remember the Titans. But anyway, well, we got never, they, may, they may yet make the playoffs, but look at what they have coming up. It is a rugged path that they have coming up. They may not make the playoffs at this point. Mm. Um, and as I heralded, uh, or as I said uh, last week, what heralded uh, Michael Pittman's second half blow up was a nice game there. By uh, against the Ravens, he looked great. Jonathan Taylor for now taking a backseat to to Himes, but we'll Himes looks so good, man. He looks so fast out of the backfield. Maybe I don't know if it's that NC State connection he has with Rivers, albeit um thirty five years apart. But good he's Lord, so Marlon he Mackey, isn't he? Yeah. Seems like Marlon Mack basically. But at some point, you assume if he takes care of the ball better, that Jonathan Taylor's um, right. touches are going to go up. But it's the young guys and a great defense and Phil Rivers. It's kind of that same thing that you think about with Brady or Breeze or these older QBs, which is just don't kill us, old man. Just don't kill us. Right. Make some plays for us here. Whenever you say Jonathan Taylor, I want to say Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> a, there are a lot of similarities aside from just the name. There really right, are. Right, if, right. If, if you watch them for a minute. All right. Thank you, Dave, for... Um, for uh, giving me props with the uh, pregame show bit. But more importantly, Sal, I've won my last funny, four. you're funny, man. They're always funny. Oh, yeah. thanks, thanks. I get a lot of help with these things. I really do. I'm going to be honest. Uh, and uh, I got to say, like, uh, just like having the celebrity uh, celebrity cameo at the end helped. Like, if a year ago, I would have said, hey, Maury Povich or Leah Remini, I need you on Zoom to do something. Everyone would be like, what the hell is this? This is lazy. Someone's calling him on Zoom. But now that we're so accustomed to watching this, it's acceptable to the eye. And also, 
I reach out to these people. And if they like the premise, I was like, hey, I need you to tape something at your home uh, using Zoom for 30 seconds sometime between Tuesday and Thursday morning. They have to really not like the idea to say no, right? Like, right. you know, so so I'm benefiting from that. But anyway, I I, I digress. Uh, I've, I've hit four in a row. Thank you. I've hit four in a row with my picks on Thursday night because I tag each of these comedy bits with a pick. Four in a row. One of them was Eagles Giants a few weeks ago. That one was before uh, you jump in there, because I think you deserve to be touted for for your for your under the cloak of night. The Mm. light shines brightest for cousin Sal, apparently between Thursday night and Sunday night. Um, Forgive me if I'm exposing uh, an ugly truth here. Who did you have last Sunday night? I don't remember. Uh, I don't know what the hell Buck is again. No, no, you know what? I stayed away from it, Dave, because I you know did. you needed it. You need. I had the Saints oh, right. on, a, on a teaser. I'll say this. I had them like plus 12 or something. Did you but really? I, didn't want it to, I did, yeah, because I, uh, <laughs> for no other reason, I just thought they were closer than that. You but, played um, team ball, though, last Whoa. week. I don't, know I, if, I don't know if I like that or not. It's like not telling me uh, until after I've I've broken up with the girlfriend, like yeah, I never liked her anyway. Like that, I don't know <laughs> if I respect it or or if I or if I appreciate the loyalty to me. I I, uh, I can't. I can't so tell. did I enter the jive zone? I don't know. I'm not. I can't tell if I've no, entered no, the jive no. Zone. That wasn't no. jive. That was. Oh, was uh, what is it? <laughs> retroactive it jive. Time. I'll tell you that. <laughs> is it? Re- oh my god! Retroactive drive is is one of the worst. All right. I'll, That's the I'll name try of to my fix band. That. <laughs> Eagles Giants. Though this week the rematch of the Danny Dimes falls on his face game. Uh, three and a half. The Eagles are favored by three and a half. The over-under is 44 and a half. It does seem like they're begging you to take the Giants here. I want the Giants to win so badly. I would take the Giants to try to will this to happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine? Like, right now, the Eagles are winning the NFC East. And yes. What if, like, to give Giants fans hope? Like, And then what if the Giants did it? Like, what if the Giants won the NFC East? I know that would be, that would be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever result it is, it's going to be funny. But I right. and I hate to bring this back to Boston, Charlotte, but I do uh. think the Eagles kind of pull a goodwill hunting here. I, I mentioned this earlier. Um, I think they in Matt Damon, like he did, he realizes these are loser friends. I have the rest of this NFC East and I'm going to distance myself and I'm going to go over to greener, greener pastures. And I'm going to drive to California and see uh, what happens. I think this is the game. Philly separates themselves. I think they win by a touchdown. I think they've like the last seven games in MetLife stadium. They've won by five or more points. So, um, I know probably right. You're probably right. You know, football, but I do think it would still be funny (laughs) if the giant, I would love to see a giants win. It would be funny. And I don't know anything when they put the ball on the field. It's a whole different story. Dave, you covered this. I'm sure on minus three, um, what are you thinking for this guy? I thought you were for sure going to take this in your uh, extra points for extra pay parlay, but no. Yeah, I, I, I gave it uh, considerable thought. Yeah, me and uh, Jeff Schwartz, Eddie Spaghetti, and uh, Willie Colon, who was dynamite, really funny, um, joined us on minus three this week, and we dove in on this one, and we were conflicted across the board. I got the Eagles, and like I keep saying, um, that as they get healthy, everybody keeps pointing to as they get healthy, and obviously for good reason, they should, they're, they're the cream of the crop in this bum division, but mm-hmm. they got to beat the Giants this week. Because if you look at what's on the other side of that for them, it is a gauntlet. And the Giants stink. And uh, I, I know they're playing better, a little bit above themselves, thanks, I guess, to Joe Judge. But um, either way, the Eagles should whip the Giants. I'm big on the Eagles this one. I think you said it exactly right, Sal. Give me them by at least a touchdown. But yeah. peak 2020 would have been the team that has no name, Washington, winning right. last week, which they almost did. And if they had 
then it's real chaos and maybe delayed only by a week because if the Giants pull this one off this week, now it's still chaos in that garbage division because it is a crapshoot at that point. And you might really literally see a five-win team steal that division unless the Eagles win this week. I look at that line, though, and I see, like, the Giants, a lot of people thought they should have beaten the Bucks if Danny Dimes doesn't overthrow Ingram or whoever. He had a few few passes there that he missed um, in a very close game. Then the next week, they come out and they beat Washington. They're a little bit hot, if you will, as hot as you can get for the NFC East. And uh, and that, that extra hook, that three and a half, is scary. I'm going the other way. Again, like last night. I know night. you, Schwartz, Spaghetti uh, are all on the Giants. Charlotte, you are definitely taking the, the Giants here, or just you want that to be? I just want that. I actually am not... I, I'm too excited about it. I'd yeah. have to recuse myself from this bet because I'm too excited about the Giants. Yeah. No, make Here's no mistake. Thing. I'm going I'm going Eagles here. I'm going Oh, Eagles. you're going Eagles. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. Did you hold the, hear the whole goodwill hunting? They're going to separate themselves. Okay, me, yeah, you did let say me that, start but then that I decided you reversed yourself. Let me oh, start I mean, that. Let me start Because then again. you started in with this Dimes. <laughs> no. Like, well, Dimes almost beat the Bucks by No, I think you- that, that they want you to think that well, why would the right. Giants be getting three and a half in this game where, where the, the hottest I'm team... In the division, but I'm a Danny that's Dimes where you go against them. Truther. Yeah. You are. Yeah. I think Danny Dimes, I when they when when the <laughs> when the Giants took Danny Dimes third in the draft, I was like, oh, these guys are crazy. And now I'm kind of like, you know what? I think I Danny Dimes Danny Dimes could, you know, he could be yeah. pretty good. And I don't even know if that's founded. I just I think yes. I think his run when he tripped and fell on his face. I, I've not loved something in sports that much <laughs> in years. So I think it just made me sort of. Is it the play of the glasses. year? I mean, is that it the play of the year be. or is the it DK Metcalf chase down a play of the year? I, I, I mean, I, obviously it's DK, but like. We like to I laugh. I love the Danny Dimes. Right? Yeah, right. Okay. So just to clarify, Dave, we're, we like, we're betting the Eagles, but for comedy's sake, the Giants would, uh, yeah. would hit the spot. Right. Yes. And uh, okay. the illogic that people love to throw out all the time, whether it's Jimmy Garoppolo missing Emmanuel Sanders at the end of the Super Bowl and, um, right. and you know, Danny Dimes, the, 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 it goes, the thinking goes like, he's good, but he, but for the turnovers, if, if this offense is really good, if they can just limit the turnovers, like, mm-hmm. yeah, right. Exactly. The, <laughs> the sandwich is good. The panini is good, except that the lettuce is all hot inside except of it. So now that it's nothing, not good. except that nothing, a panini's great with the, if the, if the, if spinach is on it and it's hot, you're fine with that. You'll be okay with lettuce. And then no one likes lettuce anyway. But I don't so. have, but, but, but don't you see you're, you're residing in some reality that requires I have hot lettuce when instead I, I can just heat the sandwich up and then take the top of the bun off and then put my nice cold nah. lettuce in there and then put the bun back on. What, Forget your cold lettuce. It's no, it's no calories. It's no taste. You're, it's, you're te- you're, it's a non-factor in the sandwich anyway. And it should not count against the uh, idea of panini being number one. What song is it that goes hot-blooded? Foreigner. Now, yeah. What is it? Foreigner. Far- yeah, because well, now all yeah. I have stuck in my head Hot lettuce. <laughs> Good. Let's do it. Let's do the panini song. Okay. Charlotte, you write it. I will. Uh, no, we got. Uh, listen, there's so much, so much room Hot for panini lettuce. talk. <laughs> Let's move on to Dolphins Chargers. The Dolphins are home. Oh my God! Everybody loves this Dolphins team. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. minus one and a half, 48 and a half is the over under. Damn, check. This is going to drive you crazy. California rookie quarterbacks. Rookie cal- Rookie quarterbacks from California teams are one 13 and one in their last 15 trips to the East coast. 
That's crazy. 113 that really and one. And yet, I like the Chargers here. I think yeah. whatever spell the gambling gods are playing and the football gods are pulling over the practical joke they're playing on Anthony Lynn, I think it goes away. I think they're better. Uh, you know, I'm not saying Keenan Allen was a bad receiver, but 48 receptions with um, with uh, Justin Herbert. And this is the best seven versus one matchup. No, we're not going to get into that. This is uh, Preston Williams, the number one target for Tua. He's on IR. I think they have a little trouble scoring. And I'm hoping against hope that the Chargers hold on to a fourth quarter lead. And I think they will. I feel like that uh, this is a a savvy play by you, Sal. This one makes me very nervous. This is not mm. in my top five or six games that uh, you definitely have to do something with because um, kind of okay. the reasons that you're laying out there. But I do think that everybody or, or you know, I, I think a disproportionate number of people will be swayed by what we've seen recently and with good reason. Obviously, the Dolphins are, are playing well. The Chargers keep suffering bad losses. But at the end of it, blur your eyes and look back at a 16-game slate. The Chargers mm. are not a team that's going to come in this far under 500. The Dolphins are not a team that's going to track this far above 500 by the end of the season. These are the kinds of games where that kind of levels a little bit. I th I'm with you. I think the Chargers win the game outright here. All right. Okay. Uh, what else? Oh, Rams Seahawks. I want to go over that. Rams two point favorite, fifty four and a half is the over under. I don't know. Every game. I mean, much like the one we just previewed, every game's a heart attack game, right? For Russell Wilson, he got. Mm -hmm. He's gonna. He's either gonna have the lead or he's gonna be trailing by a few points in the fourth quarter. This to me is the ultimate teaser game. That means you add six points to the spread. If you're getting eight points in Seattle and then all of a sudden that last drive doesn't mean as much, that's great. Who do you put it with? Well, I put it with uh, a team we're going to discuss in our uh, extra points for extra pay parlay. But um, Charlotte, I don't know, Russell Hustle and Bustle. He's got, he's got Aaron Donald in his face. On paper, doesn't look like a good matchup, but we're going to see who's better right here. Who's well, going to take the lead in the West? I think the Rams defense is the reason that I would take the Rams because sure. they can stop the Seahawks. I'm not convinced that the Seahawks can stop the Rams um, mm -hmm. because they're so they They just had to come apart last weekend. Um, and, you know, you, Dave, you've been saying this the whole time. So you, you too, like the, from the beginning when everyone was talking about how great the Seahawks are and how good Russell Wilson's playing, it's like, well, they do still need defense. And we kind of saw that, yeah, come true last week. Also, Russ has been throwing more interceptions. I don't know. I just think that I, I think the wheels are starting to come off a little bit. And I'd, I'd go with the Rams also. This is a this is a contract. This is a game where Jared Goff is like, I'd like to sign a new contract on right. A Monday. <laughs> right. Like this is I'm going against by some metrics. This is the worst defense of all time, of all time. And Dunlop's there and uh, Jamal Adams played bad. Like they can't string together two good games or even decent or respectable defensive uh, outings. What do you think, Dave? The Rams take advantage here? I think you cited, yeah. I mean, you know, Adams and Dunlop are, are um, good. I mean, basically Adams feels like a new player to them because he missed uh, such right. a long stretch there. Um, but yeah, I'd be more worried about the matchups on the other side with uh, with Ramsey um, starting to emerge a little bit um, defensively. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I'm going to take the Rams here. For exactly the reasons that you're talking about, I like the Seahawks a lot. They're a lot of fun, but man, Russell Wilson really obscures some um, overall mediocrity. Not to say the Rams also don't have some mediocrity mediocrity in in their lineup on the offensive line and otherwise. But uh, I, I, I give me the Rams um, 
this week around here. All right. There you go. Now, listen. are they going to win that division? I guess they are then. If the Rams win this one, I really feel like the Cardinals let one go there to the Dolphins um, last week. And, and we'd be talking, there'd be a very different conversation right now around Kyler Murray as the MVP and around the Cardinals being the feel-good story of the season if they could have survived two in company last I night. was looking at your Cardinals, Dave. So they're plus 480, last I checked last night on FanDuel, to win the division. Now they're a game behind, whatever, they're a little behind, but obviously they'd have to pull off the win this week uh, against the Bills. Uh, we're going to discuss that later. The next week they play Seattle in a rematch of the DK Metcalf game on Thursday night. You know, I'm talking two tough games in a row, two tough wins, but they win those. That plus 480 is looking great, um, especially if the Seahawks uh, defeat the Rams this week. I don't know. Precisely, that's what that, you right? want. Isn't that's that what how you it want. goes? You're trying to figure it out. Yeah. yeah, you want the you want the Seahawks to win this week, and then for the uh, for the Cards to vanquish Seahawks and be 2-0 against them for the season, uh, and then they really are tracking to win that division. That's right. There you go. All right. Lots of football there. As I said, our extra points for extra pay parlay. We're going to preview another three games, three guaranteed winners. That's coming up in a minute. Now, want to give some love to FanDuel. Add a little excitement to your sports watching experience by betting on all the action on FanDuel Sportsbook this football season. There's a reason FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. What's that reason, Dave? There are too many, too many. Because they keep the lettuce cold. I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I was thinking about sandwiches. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. uh, to, no jive. Let me help you out. Their app is simple to use. They've got great <laughs> odds on all different betting markets. They have unique and fun bet types like same game parlays. Exclusive always on promotions let you get more action out of every game. And if you win, this is great. If you win, it sounds like this is, this is a, a big deal. Now, as someone who's been betting all different ways for many, many years, you win they get you your winning safely in as little as 24 hours. Right now, FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Just place a bet on any game. FanDuel will refund you up to $1,000 back if you don't win your first bet. Maybe you want to take a shot at the Eagles pulling away from that division. Maybe the Chargers. Maybe Anthony Lynn finally gets a prayer at the end and they win. Or Rams, Seahawks, any of those we discussed. Place a bet on any game. They'll refund you $1,000 back if you don't win the bet. No strings attached. Uh, you win, you keep the cash, you lose, you get your entire bet up to $1,000 back in sight, credit, and there you go. Monday, Thursday, Sunday, local games. Do it. FanDuel Sportsbook, FanDuel.com slash extra points. That's our promo code. That's how you know we sent you. FanDuel <laughs> Sports app. I don't know. I, 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 I could talk about this forever, but uh, I'm going to stop. Uh, NCAA. Real quick, three SEC games are canceled. I don't want to get morbid here. Ohio State, Maryland's canceled. This is going to be tough to keep up on the college side. It's going to be tough on the pro side too, but at least the pros get fined if they're found, there's some impropriety found and they're not doing the right thing COVID-wise. What the hell is going to keep these college kids on teams that are two and five or two and six what they don't lose eligibility. This is a year they don't lose eligibility, right? They can't get fined. Uh, what are they, are they going to get thrown off a team that's two and six? Why are they going to care on teams that are not going to be in the playoffs? Not going to make a bowl. Someone help me out here. What uh, it doesn't look good for college football. I don't think. Well, I think it's sort of twofold, right? It's if they don't care about 
if people don't care about getting sick, like if you're not mm -hmm. worried about getting this virus, yeah, you're probably not going to be worried about it because of your football team. You know, it's 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 like every every square is a quadrilateral, but not every quadrilateral is a square. It's like if you don't. Oh, if, come on. I, <laughs> Enough about so the I, paninis already. Right, right, right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I guess I just, you know, like cases are spiking. It's yeah. it's bad everywhere. I don't I, I don't really know how you can incentivize you if you can't. There are no punishments. So like the only right. punishment would be getting covid. And if kids don't care about that, then like, what are they going to do? I They're not going to not party. I don't know. You you said that more eloquently than than I attempted to. But I, I think that's it. Right. Or my uh, first of all, I, we're getting to a stage where we can't even blame anyone for getting it. I it, right. it was fun to be able to point the finger like, oh, the Titans, they have they have these practices that are unauthorized and everything. But the numbers are up so much in so many different spots. It's like, all right, I don't I, I just don't know how they keep it together. Dave, is there a glimmer of hope for uh for college football or is December just going to be uh, a ghost town? Well, first of all, like we talked about in August um, and have pretty consistently said, I mean, come on, NFL, bubble up already. Don't ruin this thing. Don't. Right. Uh, I mean, from a football fan perspective, driven mm -hmm. by money that let's uh, set aside the human issues, obviously, um, and just from a fan football indulgence perspective. Uh, perspective like bubble up if you intend to get this thing finished um and clean uh with college football i don't know it's in vogue to just claim that the polls don't matter and just claim victory so i'm gonna announce here now the indiana hoosiers national champion 2020. <laughs> thank you well who do you have there with uh by the way that uh to just steer it into uh, a big 10 game <clears throat> sal who do you have the indiana hoosiers are going to east lansing they're playing yeah. sparty and they're giving seven and a half points. What in hell? I Who? thought it was a little hefty. I went stupidly probably with all the Big Ten teams that have been having trouble. Michigan, I went with Michigan State, and I went with Minnesota tonight. <laughs> Not great. It's a it's a it's a shot in the dark parlay, but. Uh, yeah, you would think Indiana would would not maybe cover at this point at Michigan State, but uh, I don't know. That's your I'll team. take the they win, and then and let also I've claimed the national championship. I'm also claiming the Heisman Trophy on behalf of Michael Penix Jr. Yeah, he does yeah, have so. a. Is that the new Heisman pose, like just stretching um a quarter Ooh, of an inch? Short I like of that. The, uh, yeah, the goal it's line. enough with this character. Nobody knows at this point. None of the <laughs> none of the kids know who John Heisman was. Anyway, let's may as well. We blow right. up all other traditions. We tear down statues. Let's erect a new one for exactly. uh, Michael Penix Jr. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh all right, let's go golf. The Masters, fun tournament, getting underway. Charlotte, you've been following the action? I love golf. Yeah. yeah. I just, I mean, it's weird. The Masters in November is really weird. <laughs> like, I know that's obvious, but I, it's sort of like a brain warp. Like, watching it, I don't, it doesn't make It is make strange. Sense. It looks nice, though. The foliage and nice. everything. No, it, yeah. it looks great. It looks great. It's just sort of, it's like, uh, you know, it's like Australia. It's like where they have Christmas is hot there. Right. And now by the time you listen to this, this will have changed uh, dramatically, I'm sure. But as of now, it is uh, almost 9 a.m. on the West Coast Friday morning. Dustin Johnson, minus nine, uh, minus two through five in the in the second round here. He is the leader. Now, his odds, he had a three stroke lead about a half hour didn't ago. Didn't you choose him? Wasn't he I here? did. I did indeed. Thank you. I didn't want to, you know, I don't want to brag. I was hoping someone else would bring about. <laughs> it's so, but here's the thing. Thank you for the credit. He's uh, I still think he's going to win. I got him at plus eight fifty. 
Now, if you want him, this seems insane for odds. He's plus 165. What? It's Friday morning. There's so much golf left. He has, there's 50 holes left for Dustin Johnson and he's plus 165. They're not let, letting you make any money off of him. JT is 10 to one. Xander 12 to one. Again, this is all going to change uh, by the time you listen to this. Tiger is 20 to one. Um, I don't know, Dave, what do you, uh, that plus 165 is insane, right? You wouldn't, you're not going to jump on Dustin Johnson right now if you didn't. No, right. It's a, it's as though they're, he's one of uh, five choices of guys who realistically could win. And it ignores the fact that that's probably not the reality. So Um, much golf left. I, I, I say, um, too, by the way, I don't know why this didn't dawn on me until the rain delay on Thursday morning, but this is what we want anyway, as sports fans, right? When we're, when, uh, uh, probably a majority of us are stuck in our houses anyway. Why, why did the masters not decide like, yeah, let's just do it. Like, uh, start it on Monday and finish it up on uh, like third. It would be perfect for the sports fan sequestered at home. It's ideal. We don't want this thing ended on Sunday, conflicting with pro football anyway. Yeah. Well, I don't think it will. I think there's going to be a lot of rain and we, this yeah. could go through uh Tuesday. Who the hell knows how long so high go. scores. As I they say stretch say. it right. out as long as you can. <laughs> It's fun, right? It's yeah. fun to watch. Uh, DJ was to go bogey free in the first round was 12 to one odds. Damn. I get mad when I don't jump on those things. I have who I think is going to win, but I don't take these, um, these gimmicky bets, which uh bogey free round 12 to one odds that, that uh, connected. The one thing I was way wrong on Phil Mickelson. I had him to not make the cut at plus plus one forty. He's fun. What is he? He's, I mean, come on. He's minus four through seven in the second round. Uh, that bet is toast. The cut line will probably be about even. Um, what the hell? This guy, he's 50. There's nothing wrong Charlotte, with 50, I hope. Charlotte or Sal, is there anything you'd like to say now? Okay, well, what first of all, he's not going to win. He's not going to win. Dave has Phil to win. He's not going to win. Phil's erratic. You never know what you're going to get with this guy. He, um, I don't know. I, I feel like if he was going to win... Another major, it would have been the U.S. Open last year when, you know, the one he has. What was it? The one the one well, major he hasn't won. Yeah. And I just uh, yeah, I know, Dave, I'll give you a little credit here. My God, that's my our friend. The mook really steered me into a 12 car pile up here with Mickelson. <laughs> he said he was going to be bad. He had like didn't make the cut in six out of the last eight tournaments or something. It was looking like uh, he wasn't going to do it. But you went with lefty. I know everything's lefty. I have Bubba Watson, too. I'm not against lefties. I'm left-handed myself. Bubba Watson is struggling, but congratulations on this mid-second round victory, I guess. <laughs> well, that, well, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a better odds than uh, you're going to get on Dustin Johnson at this point. Though, uh, All right, let's minimum, see. So. You're right. Okay, so if you want Phil Mickelson right now, it's 65 to 1. What was he to start? Was he around that anyway? Was he? F- no, he was. No, he was. 150? Uh, what was he? I can't remember. Uh, 75? I thought it was like was- 80 to 1, but I could be. All right, yeah, I guess it was a little heftier than it is now. But um, uh, Dustin Johnson back up to two twenty because he's a he's a hefty lefty himself. He's bosom. Oh yeah. Oh man, I was just saying to the guys like he was he was so unfocused. He was tweeting and talking about the Queen's Gambit and uh, a gambit is a gambit or gambit gambit, gambit right gambit. gambit. I don't know chess. Anyway, uh, that's can we the talk way to about do it. can we talk about John Rom's hole in one. Yes, let's do that. That was next on my list. We should have hit this Wednesday because I think, what was it, Tuesday that this video came out, it Charlotte, with John Rahm? Yeah. It, yeah, it was Tuesday in a practice round. Um, uh-huh. And he 
skips the ball across the pond. The ball mm-hmm. then, it looks like there's a magnet in the hole and the ball has a magnet in it because it was so improbable. It sort of rolls around the green and then sort of around and yes. it's a hole in one. I, I've never, I've never seen, I don't know how this wasn't the only thing I've talked about all week because I've truly, I've never seen anything as mind blowing as that. I agree. And it skipped. The, the, I thought the hard part was the skipping across yeah. the water. Do you know um, how hard it is to skip something that's a circle? You can't do it. It's a circle. You can't do it. <laughs> and then, like you said, it still had to roll in improbable fashion for about uh, a good 20 Mississippi count to get to the hole and go in. Now, there were theories. I had to watch it a few times before I, I concluded that it was real. Um, there were yeah. theories that this is just a uh, manipulated video to spark <laughs> interest in the Masters. Otherwise, what, nobody else watches if he doesn't make this shot? It was also his birthday. It was an insane shot. I brought this up to our uh, my agent, James Baby Doll Dix. I'm like, no one could even get across the water, let alone what it did. He's like, and he shot me down. He's like, no, baby, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. These guys practice that. That's actually a very common thing to do on 16 in a practice round. These guys could all smoke it across the water. I was like, all right, all right, fine. It still looked uh, pretty crazy to me. Dave, what'd you think of that? I mean, big whoop is my reaction to it. It's like it's like it's like it's like playing miniature golf and and being aided by the little banker no, that isn't. helps knock oh it into knocks it into the hole. I have a hole in one. I didn't rely on any Do you hate uh, puppies too. I did no, no. I was I was obviously awesome. I do though. When hole in ones come up, I do like to claim um, that that's one of my great uh, because it is one of my great athletic deeds. I actually did have a hole in one in my life um, on an actual golf course. Yeah, an actual golf course. I don't know what the hell that's supposed to mean. (laughs) And when I brought this up too, to Jeff Schwartz, Eddie Spaghetti, and Willie Cologne, they made fun that they're they're like, "Huh, that's surprising that you have athletic ability." Is that surprise you, Charlotte? (laughs) I am. I am. I am the uh, can see. I I will admit the slowest coordinated person I've ever known in my life. I'm I'm devastatingly slow afoot. But I'm, I, but I'm super, co- I'm not super coordinated, but I'm plenty coordinated. And these guys are like, yeah, it is surprising. You are. When you throw a ball or you shoot a basketball, you can see you're pretty coordinated. Uh, well, and so- I'm, that's surprising. I'm like, that is such an insult to me. And it <laughs> validates all my vanity over the years that that's how the world sees me as some pathetic nerd. All right. They well, don't. let's let's you, let Charlotte on. be the tiebreaker here. Come Thank on you. here. First of all, I can't weigh in because I've only ever seen you from mid torso up. <laughs> and I've right. never okay. seen you throw a ball. So I would be I I don't want to I don't want to say that, yes, you're definitely coordinated because that would make any other opinion I've had seem moot if I'm just saying mm-hmm. what people want to hear. When, I'm sure when I meet you in person, which is an insane thing that we haven't, I yeah. will. I will think you're coordinated, but for now, Dave, the jury's out. No, right. but the vibe, but you, you, don't, you don't, don't you die. don't give up. You're not, you don't give off. A, I'm a total nerd and I can't, you know, put one foot in front of the other. I'll take it. That's victory in my book. Yeah. There when you, go. you say coordinated, you. you mean style wise, because you can't see what kind of pants he's wearing, which brings us back to the beginning. Are you like, wearing we stripes with that plaid shirt? <laughs> you can't listen. Sal's a bad actor in this one, Charlotte. Sal knows he he was victimized more than anyone else in our long-standing three-on-three basketball. Uh, basketball is not I, my thing. I'm a short guy. What do you want me to do? So uh, I, 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 I rejected. I rejected hundreds, nay thousands. Of, you want to have a race? Baskets. You wanna, I can't wait. The first we, thing I do. The first box? thing we do. do yeah. Do? 
when the three of us <laughs> finally are together in person, we're going to have the yeah. first thing we do is have a foot race. Well, yes. And Dave is, uh, I'll Dave is, Dave has put this out there. He wants to have it like a decathlon for all yes. the extra points podcast. Yeah. I say it is fun to wait until we see each other rather than uh, do mul record multiple events over Zoom. We would but, all um, cheat. Yes. We would all cheat. We would all time ourselves and cheat. We'd have to cheat. I think TJ Hushmanzada has advantage. Some a uh, person of honor, not ourselves mm -hmm. because we're mm -hmm. dishonorable, but someone who with greater honor than us has to hold the camera, no edits, and mm -hmm. 20 free throws. That's one event. Two, 50-yard dash. Three, who can throw a football the farthest? Mm. Four, connect four. You know, like these are the events. And and well, we, we <laughs> first of all, I don't think any of us knows a person of honor. So we're in yeah, trouble. Yeah, I was going to say that assumes a lot about the people we hang out with. <laughs> Between now and then, we're going to have to find a person of honor uh, who will accompany this nonsense. And also, I don't like those those uh, events. Panini making has to be in there somewhere. We have to yeah, figure that sure. out. All right, now on to, um, we're going to stick with golf, but now Joel Solomon came to me and he is uh, he is very fond of this um, song that accompanies the Masters. Is it just the Masters or is it all golf on CBS? What What is this, Joel? Oh, this is, first of all, to just say a song. I mean, this is, this is, it, it's, it's, it's a theme. It's a feeling. It's okay. a vibe. This is the Masters. It's Jim Nance and, you know, round ball rock, no disrespect to round ball rock. This is the pinnacle of, of sports music. Didn't we try to get uh, uh, the NFL to go to round ball rock to, for the season? I don't know. I'm confused now. All right. The theme, the feeling, the music, whatever you want to call it. Jim, do you have it so that uh, people know what we're talking about here? I mean, Sal, you who needs the Calm app when you have this? Let me hear it. Let me hear it. <laughs> what, are, what are we doing, Jim Nance? Come on. If I ever get married, that's going to be the first dance song. <laughs> Charlotte, I got news. When you get to heaven, that's what they play. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that assumes I'm getting there. Uh, getting there. Dave knows, Dave knows this. I, My wife and I came out to the uh, Fox NFL Sunday theme song. You so. didn't. Yes, we sure did. <laughs> oh, my God. Which actually steals a little bit from a Christmas carol, right? Like, but it's, it's on oh, its yeah. way. Anyway. That's uh, wild. All right. Now, Joel, you love mm -hmm. this song. You say it uh, it brings you to tears sometimes, you said. Brings me to tears when I, I don't even need the masters. I, I'll December. Just like last music, this is a feeling. I, I play it. Any any time of year, and it, it just brings. Okay, and you say anything can accompany it, uh, as off the walls it may be, and it still it holds true, and you'll you'll love the song. And to demonstrate this, you wrote a comedy bit. Now I'm going to call this Joel Solomon Solomon's lock solid comedy bit of the week. We are going to mm -hmm. play this song, and then what do you have? You wrote a script for something to happen over it, right? I wrote a script. This is a theory. This is my theory. N nothing can ruin this song. It's beautiful. I don't care what you put uh, lyric-wise over this song of the masters. It cannot be ruined. And I wrote something for Dave to read to prove my theory. Okay. Now Dave has not seen this. Correct. correct. Okay. What do and I have to read it? I don't. I don't. I, I think this is all cockamamie. This uh, perennial indulgence of of. of the rules of Augusta National that we that we all have to abide by them. They've literally gotten uh, commentators kicked off of the broadcast, not just for a year, but forever, banned for life from calling 
the the masters because they had the temerity to call out some rules thing or some uh, dark history from from Augusta right. Nationals members. This is Guys, we all have right. to play ball with this with this nonsense every year. It's ridiculous. Guys, okay, Dave can't we're, read. We're, we're, <laughs> Dave, <laughs> Dave, oh, Dave, has, <laughs> Dave has the voice of an angel. And just like Butler Cabin, let's just get soothe in and just let him let let him just prove my point. All right, let's soothe in. I don't Dave, like this. You, I you guess. You, so you have a script in your inbox right now, right? And you're going to read it. I've accessed it now. All right, here we go. All right, now, Jim, try to get try to. I, I I'm all, I'm hearing it in and out the the music. But I know it's going to on the podcast. We'll be able to uh, hear it. But and now, okay. So now, what happens is Dave is going to read this, whatever it is, over the song, and Charlotte is going to determine if the bit um this solomon's rock solid comedy bit of the week is a winner or a loser okay mm. is that fair enough yeah do no, that let's do it all right so uh lead us in a little gym and oh dave are you ready do you have it at the ready i suppose i have it <laughs> okay <laughs> all right jim start it off hi i'm dave damashek <laughs> i'd like to discuss something important to me that affects thousands of men my age every year <laughs> erectile dysfunction I've struggled with it for years. Like a broken elevator stuck on the first floor, I couldn't get it up. It's a shame. Like a boy on Christmas who was given a toy, except batteries weren't included. Oh, I've tried all the methods. Lipitor, Cialis, Viagra, Levitra, Yohimbe, Elephant Tusk, Tiger Blood. I could fill a bingo card of side effects. So imagine my surprise when I tried Honeycrisp Apples and my wiener worked again. Like a 4th of July in my pants. Honeycrisp apples, the all-natural male enhancement medicine. An apple a day will keep you plugging away. I'm Dave Damashek. Happy to be able to put on my green jacket again. Take care. <laughs> that was stupid. Wow. Well, that really had everything. <laughs> well, I said, it's, it's not funny because it's not true. I, I make babies. Anybody gets close to me. Have you ever get near me, Joel? You may wind up pregnant. I, I, so so it's I'd like to no see water. that. I would like to see that. I, I hope this pandemic. Now I'm rooting for the pandemic to end so that I could see if Dave could get Joel pregnant. But whatever. Um, at the issue at hand, Charlotte, you um, <laughs> you look pretty impressed with that. Uh, we may have lost the whole um, Masters theme song no, I heard element it. of it. I you heard did? it under there. Yeah. No, okay. I think I mean. What am I supposed to decide? <laughs> I'm the, not sure. Whether it's know. whether it's good a good bit or not. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that it, was that was a pretty good bit. Okay, so Joel <laughs> Solomon wins on the good bit. Maybe part two of that is can anything ruin this song? Yes or no? Oh, uh, no. That I. My key takeaway is that I'm never going to be able to hear the Masters theme song again without <laughs> thinking of Dave's. I think that was the point. ED. Then mission accomplished. Then I think so. You know. <laughs> so yeah, it was a great bit. <laughs> so part of it's true, Dave, with the apples uh, delighting you, but not the not the ED for DD. Oh, yeah. yep. Listen, I I, I don't uh, you know I'm I'm not much of a man, but uh, they make me as good a man as I could possibly be. The Honeycrisp, the Envy. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> apples delicious. All right, but you haven't had a child in years. It's been a while, right? That's true. We have no proof. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. Fair. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Joel, that I guess beautiful. I guess you win. Joel, good job. I, good job by you. you. I can I get an amen <laughs> corner, guys? That was beautiful. <laughs> All right, and, uh, corner. 
So honestly, I really just wanted Dave to read an erectile dysfunction ad. So. <laughs> okay, good. You just won yourself a lettuce panini. Congratulations. <laughs> Hot lettuce. -na -na -na. What the hell's going on here? All right, guys. We oh, we need lyrics. Picks. We need we get... lyrics to that song. That's yeah, what I'll we write need. Them. I'll write them. Or there are lyrics to that song. Georgia. Hot lettuce. Yeah, Dave, Dave Loggins. Dave Loggins. Kenny Loggins' third cousin actually wrote. That's not true. What are you talking about? True. Are you making a joke right now? That is true. Well, Charlotte Wilder Morgan. is about to rewrite it. There are real lyrics we can. To hot it. lettuce? Oh, hot lettuce! No, the Masters. Joel, do you, uh, you, you to say? Yeah, the, the, no, 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 no. We're not talking about the Masters anymore. We're talking about hot lettuce, and I'm no. going to write the song. Oh, yeah, you, you, oh, okay. You had a winning comedy bit. Leave it alone. I don't all know right, what this bit right, is right. about, but it's, it's, it's not as effective. Um, Boner jokes. Come on, Joel. Come on. <laughs> oh, I have the beginning. You want to hear it? Let's hear it. Yeah. Hot lettuce. Check it and see. What's for lunch? It's two panini. Yeah. See? Right. Oh, my God. Who the hell knows where we go with this? I like it. I think it. we should give our picks. <laughs> I'm not convinced that hot lettuce is a bad thing. We've had... um. Uh, every every what? leafy vegetable is hot. You could have hot arugula. You could have hot spinach. It's, it's fine. True. It's true. You can grill lettuce, grilled romaine. Is, is it going to taste Radicchio? differently for you? It's not going to taste uh, worse. Hot lettuce. I mean, I don't understand what the argument is here because radicchio is good grilled, which it is, means that uh, that some iceberg thrown on your sandwich is is palatable. No, it it, it diminishes the quality of the sandwich, and we're ignoring. Jardinera, which uh, the delicious, the uh, as good a, and what about I don't want my I don't want my mustard, and I definitely don't want any ketchup heated up. I you want to put care. on after at the end. I you I would care, care sir. You're getting care. a hot bite of a hamburger with ketchup. Don't put words or paninis in my mouth. Don't right. you dare. Good luck to you, Charlotte, fitting radicchio into the lyrics of uh, our new song. But uh, I think you could challenge do it. that I accept. So if anyone could do it, <laughs> I think it's you. Hey, Thanks. everybody. It is time for our extra points for extra pay parlay. We have cost Fandel $2.4 million, $2.4 million over these nine weeks that we've made this parlay. We are going to do, we want to get, get to $100 million, and I think we're going to do it. We each pick a game. Fandel boosts the points by one. They boost the odds by a lot. We're going to go three for three. I'm going to start us off. This is how excited I am. San Francisco 49ers at the Saints, plus nine and a half normally. They're going a plus 10 and a half against the Saints. Now, look, this is one of the top three years for underdogs, specifically road underdogs. In the last 30 years, only two years have been better performance-wise for road underdogs. I like San Francisco in this spot. We saw it a couple of times. There's always going to be a, a Chiefs-Jets scenario where a team just lays down. That's going to happen. But we saw recently... The Tampa Bay Buccaneers didn't get up for the Giants, right? That was a close game. We saw a few of those last week. Underdogs covered all over the place. This is going to be the same thing. The Saints embarrassed Tom Brady. It's not as exciting to embarrass Nick Mullins, all right? And take this 49ers team. Shanahan, they had 10 days rest, right? Even the end of the game Thursday against the Packers, they were getting beat up. They're like, no, we're going to practice for next week. They're calling timeouts with 45 seconds left. I think they scored like the last 10 points. They're going to be in this game. Dave Charlotte with the playoffs maybe expanding to 16 teams. San Francisco at four and five has a shot here. This is a kitchen sink game. The Saints don't need to win this by 10 points. They can win by three or six at home. 
I'm taking the points here. Plus 10 and a half, San Francisco, Charlotte Wilder. What's win number two? Win number two is the Ravens at minus five and a half over the Patriots. Look, guys, if I was worried about beating the Jets last week, imagine how I feel as a Pats fan facing the Ravens. Lamar is four and one in primetime. They're four and one against the spread. Lamar has 13 touchdowns, no interceptions. The Patriots are 28th in the league with points for points per game, and they are last in passing touchdowns. And the Ravens beat the Pats last year when the Pats were good. The Ravens are six and two. The Pats are three and five. Maybe this is a little bit of emotional hedging, but I mean, I don't, I don't see. <laughs> I'm just laughing because, like, literally any game I'm worried about, and then you put you put the Pats up against Lamar Jackson, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, we don't we don't have a prayer, so I might as well make some money off of it, and all of you might as well make some money off of it too. I love it. I love that yeah. pick. I think I'm not even going to analyze it. We're two for two. Dave, give us third. Philosophically, should Charlotte be wagering against her team? That's her own business in in this match. I'm just I just week. want the but people to win, Dave. Greater good. Charlotte is a, is providing the greater good, and for that, I hail her. I like your pick too, Sal. Um, the blowout victory um, last week against the mighty Buccaneers, notwithstanding. I'm going to go with uh, building off of an impressive victory against the team that was considered until last week the best NFC team, the Buffalo Bills. They really kind of exposed the Seahawks and probably elevated themselves. If nowhere else in their own minds, I think they needed to right the ship just a little bit. So they have the second half of the season. The defense is going to get better and better. That will give them the edge in what figures to be a shootout against Kyler and company. Give me the Buffalo Bills, a.k.a. America's team, plus three and a half. I like the Bills to continue to build on this and emerge as one of the real juggernauts in a in a season that sees the AFC with many more good teams than, uh, than the NFC side of things. I like it. I like that you're crossing a key number. You're getting three and a half. So if Arizona is lining up for a field goal and Zane Gonzalez somehow has it in his leg to kick something longer than 37 yards, who cares? Arizona <laughs> wins by three. You're getting three and a half. Let's recap. We have... The 49ers plus 10 and a half over the Saints. The Ravens minus five and a half over the Patriots. And Dave's Bills, Dave's America's team, plus three and a half over the Cardinals. FanDuel is boosting that from plus 391 to plus 460. Get in on that action. FanDuel.com slash extra points. Like yes. uh, a one-time strong-arm New York-based quarterback, Joe Namath, who, mm. who hails from uh, the banks of the Three Rivers. This guy wagging his finger. This is a guarantee. Like Namath running Whoa. off the field after three. <laughs> Damashek in advance of week 10 wagging a finger. Guaranteeing it. Get in on it now. He's wagging a finger on a distorted Zoom background, and we're seeing like half an arm. But uh, but th there is a finger in there somewhere. Yes. yes. Let's do it. Fandle.com slash extra points. Charlotte, what's cooking this weekend? I'll tell you what should be cooking. Any kind of sandwich. Paninis? Any single kind of sandwich should be cooking. I'm going to get a hot dog for lunch all right so <laughs> that's exciting um uh you know trying not to get covid i guess um Good. and uh gonna see some family who have been sort of potted up so that's not irresponsible on my part it's hard to say you're doing anything without being like and i'm being very careful right um, right right but in terms of things that people should watch and listen to 
uh, People's Sports Podcast, new episode out. We gave out midseason NFL awards. Um, had a lot of fun with that. Uh, I wrote about the Patriots playing the Jets and how I think tanking is stupid. Um, mm. I you should just follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Wilder Things. We at you know, the Wilder Things having there a great time on the internet. Pre- now, Charlotte, I would like you to you know whatever meal after this you don't ever have to think of me. But when you bite into that hot dog today, yeah. and I'm are you putting mustard on it or ketchup? Yeah, both. Ugh, it's her Sorry. right. All right. You're right. right. We live All in a free right. society. Okay. Sorry. And that's, right. and I, don't, I, I won't apologize don't get, for it, actually. I'm not I, I, don't I, don't, get, I don't even know what I was going to ask after Don't that, get just, bullied by people who get so snobby and well, so she's get not up on Mount Wright. years old. I want better for her. She's not Charlotte, 11 years this old. Is what they did. You they, don't they, know they, that. She's young. So. Go, oh, <laughs> they get up. They, they, they ascend to the peak of Mount Pius so that they can shout down at us about what they think belongs on our wieners. It's none of your business. It's a free society. It's a family-friendly podcast. Yes, you don't have to read the that anymore, Dave. Ketchup is is you your it. right to to you want to uh, cover. Of course, it in, it's her right. My my children have rights too, but I don't I want I don't want ketchup on their eggs and stuff like that. It's uh, whatever. But the point is, if the ketchup or the mustard, whatever you put on it, if it was warm, you wouldn't. You're, you're not going to uh, reach for the next garbage pail and spit everything out, right? What you're good. You wouldn't put I never spit out food. I eat, I, I eat anything. I'm a human garbage can. I there literally, you. there is not a food I don't like. You Thank would you. not put, but the, but, the, but the point is you wouldn't put the ketchup and mustard on the hot dog, then put it into a microwave and heat it up for two minutes and then that, take it out and eat. Okay. It would be gross. The, all right, first ketchup of all, would taste that, disgusting. that's not my sandwich. We can get into another thing. A hot dog's not a sandwich. My panini claim was on sandwiches. 55% of those uh, uh, voting agreed with me. 287 uh, sample size. That's good enough for America. Dave, what are you doing aside from eating boring sandwiches this weekend? Well, I mean, I don't know why Charlotte hasn't uh, factored in that she has to be tickling them ivories working out the new song that she's uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, no, her that's, original sorry, tune. That's, she's got to make that one That's my number one, one plan. Okay. Um, we had, uh, as I mentioned, on Minus Three this week, we had uh, Willie Colon, late of the Jets, uh, Hofstra and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Great stories about... The Steelers and the do's and don'ts. He was one of the great trash talkers. And so check that stuff out. Jeff Schwartz with his own brand of trash talking exposed was really funny as well. So check that out. And uh, at Damashek is how you do all that. And by the way, for the first time on minus three, our boosted bet focuses on the Holy War, Boston College and Notre Dame. And uh, and uh, we're riding big with uh, with Notre Dame this week. Eddie Spaghetti's been red hot with it. So really? Who am I okay. to disagree with? Oh, and that's him. his I'm, team, I'm though, right? Yeah, he likes Notre Dame. Yeah, he does. Uh, they weren't looking ahead when uh, the coach there was uh, was really all over. He's like, we have Boston College next week. Why are you asking us about Clemson? It's like, well, you're playing Clemson. That's why. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, that's going to be a fun game. That's uh, that's not a that's not a gimme. But maybe uh, Notre Dame pulls it at, pulls away late. That might not be bad. Hey, um, Jen and Jerry, Jen Piacenti, Jerry Ferreira on uh, waiver wire. Th- that's getting hot. Um, that they are, they're going against each other in fantasy. They're really starting to scream at each other on the podcast. It's a lot of fun. I like screaming. I've grown up with screaming. I know Dave's a big fan of screaming. Um, so l- listen to that. Listen also to the Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast with TJ Hushmanzada. And Rob Parker, they talk about minority hirings. They talk about, as Dave brought up, when um, TJ took the terrible towel and took it to his shoes. What was he, shining his shoes post Many have done it. It, ne- it. 
literally never works out. It is crazy really? that head coaches don't say, do not do some shenanigans with the terrible towel. It always goes against our team if you do it. Lendale White could tell you. By the way, speaking of these things, uh, I got to get the plug in, extrapoints.com. Get on the right side of history. Get your Savenge t-shirt. Savenge Tour 2020 rolls on. We're on to Cincinnati. Wear it because it sounds like Seven's going to be out on the field on Sunday. Looks like he's going to do that. Uh, Extrapoints.com. Sorry, Joey Burrow. You could buy that. You could buy. Uh, you could buy free picks. And you know what? How you need nothing. You need no money to buy free picks. The degenerate trifecta every single day has free picks on extrapoints.com. That's it for me. I'm at the cousin Sal on Twitter. And just a reminder: even though you may feel like underdogs, please remember you're all my favorites. See you Monday. Bye.